Hey, this is Becca Irway. I'm the worship pastor of Pathway Church, and this is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I hope it inspires you. I hope it builds your faith and starts you on a path of purpose. Enjoy the message. So glad you guys are here. And uh, man, what a, what a great day. Uh, if you're new. My name is Brian. I just want to welcome you. Say thank you so much for coming. I'm the pastor. We are uh, just a little over two years old as a church. And so, man, we're we're so glad that you're here. We're all about three main things as a church. We believe these are the three main things we see throughout the whole Bible um, and that the three main things that God wants for your life. And that is simply to know God. Number one, like that's the main thing. That's why you were created is to know God and not just to know about him, but to know him in a personal way. And then more than that, like, that's the goal of every Sunday. We want to help as many people as possible know God. And you're like, well, I've known God for a long time. Well, we want to help you know God even more and grow closer to him. And that's the second thing, to find family. Like, you were not created to live life on your own. You're created to be part of family that's going to help encourage you, help you grow. And, and that's what uh, we do at groups. And so, man, we encourage you to be a part of a group. And then the third main thing is to make a difference. You are not created just for you. You're created to make a difference. And there's a lot of great ways to do that. But we believe the great, the single greatest thing that you could ever do to make a difference in someone's life is to help them know God. Like, that's the biggest difference. That's going to change their marriage. That's going to change how they parent their kids. That's going to change how they handle money and their career. Like, when you can help people make a difference in their life by helping them know God, it changes everything in their life. And so, man, those are the three main things that we're about. So, again, we're so glad that you're here. You picked an awesome day to come. Every day, I believe, at Pathways Awesome. Uh, but today is really exciting. Uh, we we uh, Next week, you'll definitely want to be here as well because next week we're going to kick off a series for December called expecting, and I am expecting God to do big things, like I tied that in there, right? That's not corny at all, is it? But I'm a pastor that just comes with it. So, uh, but man, we really are expecting God to do st- some awesome stuff, and so our series expecting is going to be really big, so we just, it's going to be great. In fact, for us, um, the last two years, we're only two years old as a church, so the last two Christmases that we've had, the month of December has been the highest attended month we've had all year long, and so like I used to think it was Easter, right? And, and we do have a lot of people come on Easter, but the month of December, more people will walk through our doors during the entire month of December than any other month, like almost by two to one margin. And so that tells me that that more people are open to hearing about Jesus during the Christmas season than they are at Easter or anything else. And so, man, that tells me that the Christmas season, Jesus is on people's minds, your neighbors, your friends, your family, coworkers, like they're already thinking about that. And so why not say, hey, I know you're looking for a place to go. Why don't you come check out my church? If nothing else, just come to see how they can do church in a high school cafeteria because it's really, really cool, right? Like, like I'll buy you a lunch afterwards or whatever you got to do. But I guarantee you, most of them are already thinking about like, well, we should probably go for Christmas somewhere. And so the whole month of December, we have exciting stuff for you, for your kids every Sunday in December. You definitely want to come the month of December. Not just come with yourself, bring as many as people as possible because they're open to that so that, hey, you can make a difference in their life. It all just kind of connects. So anyway, that's really good. Today's an exciting day because this is something that we started last year. 
And we'll probably do every year, um, you know, kind of from now on. And today is kind of a standalone day. It's called Heart for the House. And we did this last year. We got a really good response. And so we're going to do it again this year and uh, just kind of made some tweaks to make it even better. But uh, this is one Sunday. So I just want to set off a preface real quick before we dive into this um, that you have to understand we do not need anything from you. Pathway is not a needy church. We don't need you to do anything. We don't need this. We don't need you to volunteer for this. We don't need you to give money for this. That's not us. We're good. Like, I believe the answer's already in the house. I believe God has given us what we need to do, what he's asking us to do. And so, like, we're good stewards of things, and so we never present things as a need. Instead, it's an opportunity to connect with the vision of what God has called us to do as a church and helping people know God, find family, and make a difference. And we're going to connect that in a few minutes. So you got to understand that. And understand as well, like, I know, like, Christians Christians are a lot of times their own worst enemy, and same thing with pastors and churches, and the perception from uh, some people is that churches only want or care about your money. That's why, like for a full year, we never even talked about money except for one day, and that was a year ago today, and then today. Like the rest of the time, we might mention it loosely here and there, but we don't talk about that. We don't even tell our guests to give. If you're a guest today, we do not want you to give at the end today. We just want to be a blessing to you. We don't even tell that you got to give. Some churches say you got to give 10%. That's what the Bible says. You know what? We're going to look at that in a moment. But what we say is we're never going to tell you to give. We're going to ask you to ask God. And there's a big difference there. And so, like, like again, understand our heart. This is not because of a need. It's an opportunity. This is We're not, like, out for people's money because we only talk about this one day a year, and that is today. But with that said, part of being a healthy follower of Jesus is giving financially. Like, like you just see that cover to cover in the Bible, Old and New Testament, that when we give, and we're going to look at why in a few moments, that is just part of being a healthy follower of Jesus. And so, man, we are really excited about this. I love Heart for the House. And somebody said this a long time ago, people get funny when you talk about money. I don't know why that is, but people do. And so we're going to look at this. There's an excellent example. There's a lot that the Bible actually has to say about finances. But a really good one is in the Old Testament of the Bible. It's in the second book of the Bible in a book called Exodus. And the reason it's called Exodus is because the Jewish people uh, were in slavery in Egypt for over 400 years. God has delivered them. He's rescued them. Now they're on their way out to the land that God had promised them or what we might call the promised land. So they're on their way there to modern-day Israel, but they're wandering around the Sinai Peninsula for about 40 years. And and as they're there, God says, hey, I want to hang out with you. I want to have a relationship with you on a regular basis. So I tell you what, since you're just kind of living in tents, wandering around the desert, and you don't have a permanent home yet, like let's build what the Bible calls a tabernacle. Um, Let's build which in other words is a mobile church which is really cool that's what we do every week like every single week we are a mobile church if we couldn't be here in the high school we'd find somewhere else to be and so when we set up pipe and drape for me I'm thinking like man they did this in the bible too like it's a really cool thing and so God says this isn't a permanent home it's just temporary until we can get to the permanent home it's kind of like us at pathway like someday we will get a building but for now we're in a temporary home and so I love what it says check out Exodus chapter 36 Second book of the Bible, Exodus chapter 36, look at verse 2. So Moses summoned Bezel and Aholab and all the others who were specifically gifted by the Lord and were eager to get to work. Moses gave them the materials donated by the people of Israel as sacred offerings for the completion of the sanctuary or of of the mobile church. But the people continued to bring additional gifts each morning. 
Finally, the craftsmen who were working on the sanctuary left their work. They went to Moses and reported, The people have given more than enough materials to complete the job God has commanded us to do. So Moses gave the command, and this message went throughout the camp. Men and women, don't prepare any more gifts for the sanctuary. We have enough. So the people stopped bringing their sacred offerings. Their contributions were more than enough to complete the whole project. I mean, this is remarkable. I mean, think about this. They're in the desert, and, and, and God gives them a vision. I want to meet with you on a regular basis in this, they call sanctuary, tabernacle, mobile church, whatever you want to call it. I want to meet with you. That's the vision. And so they say, okay, now let's, let's give to accomplish the vision that God has called us to do. And notice what it says at least four times right there. The people did what? Gave more than enough, more than enough, more than enough. Like, I love that sometimes we think of God as God is more than enough, and he is. When, when I pray, just a little, I don't ever pray like, oh, God, if you could just barely meet my need, that would be great. I just need just enough. I don't pray that way. That's a wimpy prayer. I pray big boy prayers when I put my big boy pants on, and I say, God, you are not a more than enough God, and so this is what I need. Could you just do more than enough of what I'm asking for? Like, I've got the faith that says you're a more more than enough God, so meet my more than enough need that I have in my life. And I love that. Then notice that, that they give to the vision, but wouldn't it be awesome someday if, if like, I could stand up here, and I believe it'll happen soon, but wouldn't it be cool to say, hey, quit giving. We have more than enough. Like, I want to live in my life that because whatever God gives me more than enough, I give him more than enough. Like, I know that God, like, this is kind of what I've been giving. But God, you've just been so good. You've been so faithful. I love you so much. I just want to give you a little extra today. Like, I just want to give you a little more than enough this week or this month just because I just love you and say thank you. Like, like we think of God as meeting our needs more than enough, but what if we were more than enough people? What if we were people and Pathway was a place that met the needs of people more than enough? That's the church that I want to be part of. That's the church that we're building here at Pathway. I love because it talks about more than enough. So understand this, what is giving? The, like, the, there's a lot of ways to give. You can give of your time. You can give of the talent that God has given you. We talked about that a little bit last week in Romans chapter 12 and 1 Corinthians chapter 12, that God has given everyone a spiritual gift. And the reason he gave you a spiritual gift is not to just keep it to yourself, but to give it away to build other people up. And so we talk about that actually a lot at Pathway, about serving and giving your gift. But this is the one thing. We're going to talk about giving financially. So three main things of, of, of what we talk about. When we say giving, I think that really stand out. What is giving? Number one, you have to understand, giving is an act of worship to God. Giving isn't I'm signing the check or I'm, you know, putting it on, on the app or on the website. I'm giving in this automated draft. No, giving is saying, God, thank you because you are good, because I love you, because you've blessed me, and this is just one way that I can give back to you. Like just like we just sang a few moments ago in worship, and, and, and the kind of the point of worship is to say, thank you, God. We love you. God, you're so good and you're so faithful. That's what we do when we're singing in worship. So it is when you're giving. You don't give and say, well, this is the amount. No, 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 I don't do that. I give as just as if I'm singing or if I'm raising my hands in worship to say, thank you, God, for what you have done this week in my life. God, I just love you. And God, this is one way that I can worship you and say thank you. Giving is an act of worship to God. I think the second thing that you have to understand about giving is that it reminds us that our trust is in God alone, not our money. 
your trust and my trust isn't in my bank account. That's especially true of me right now. But my trust isn't in my bank account. So that if I lost my job, yeah, I would be concerned. Don't get me wrong. I'd be very concerned. But I wouldn't panic. Why? Because God, it wasn't the, the, the job that paid my bills. No, God gave me the job as a vehicle to pay my bills. Therefore, the job wasn't my source of income. Maybe on paper it was. But I know spiritually God provided the job that helped provide the needs that I have to pay my bills. And so therefore, God is my source not my boss and not my job. So if I lose my job, if I, get, if I don't get a bonus or I don't get promoted, I'm not going to panic. I'd be concerned, but I'm not going to panic because God is my source of income, not my paycheck. And when you can view God that way, it will radically change, I believe, how you view everything in life. Here's the third thing I believe that giving does. It helps to recognize that all we have comes from God and that all we have belongs to God. And so we are merely managers of his property. This is, this is, in all honesty, how I view everything in my life. Everything in my life from the truck that I drive to the house that I have, even to my own children, even to the clothes on my back, I do not own anything. Maybe on paper, according to the bank, I do, but I don't actually own anything. No, I have understood biblically that God has blessed me with these things. That's why they're called blessings. He gave them to me as a blessing, but it's God's. And so I'm just a steward of it. I'm just a manager of that. And so I give it back to him. It came from him. Now, God, it comes from you. Like, when you begin to view your life that way, when you begin to view that it's not my money in my bank account, that God blessed me with this money, and this is just one way that I can give back, and, and God, you own it all anyway, I promise you, this will radically change how you handle money. It'll radically change how you take care of your property, because God, this isn't mine. I'm just, I'm just a manager of that. For the last two years, my wife and I were renting a house before we bought the house that we have. And we understood clearly, like, like before we hung a picture on the wall, we had to get permission because it wasn't ours. And, and so we had to do certain things. And we had to take care of that house because it didn't belong to us. And because we were managers of someone else's property. So it is with everything that you, like when you can understand, God, it's not my car. It's not my job. God, you gave it to me. And everything that comes from you belongs to you. And I trust you. That is what giving is. Listen, does God need our money? No, he does not. If God needed money, he wouldn't be God. If he needed anything, he wouldn't be God. So then what's the thing about giving? Why do we see that in the Bible over and over and over again about giving? If God doesn't really need our money, it's not like God saying, well, you got to give or I can't pay the bills in heaven. Like, that's not how it works. Like, like, then why? Understand, God created giving not for him, but for us. Why? Because of what Jesus said word for word in the New Testament, in the first book of the New Testament, in a book called Matthew. Matthew was an eyewitness follower of Jesus. And Matthew said that Jesus said this in Matthew chapter 6, verse 21. Jesus said that where your treasure is, or your bank account, your finances, there your heart is also. In other words, Jesus, God himself, has told us that your bank account and your heart are connected. Somehow, some way. And so, listen, your bank account reveals what you really love in life. My bank account would say that I love Whataburger because I do. Like, that's all it says. Like, like I want Whataburger cowboy boots, and they sell those for Christmas. Like, like that's what it is. So your bank account and your heart are connected. And so God has said, I don't need the money, but what I do want is your heart. I'm not after your money, I'm after your heart. And so God says, the way that I can get to your heart and purify your heart is by getting to your money. Because if I can get your money, I've got your heart and we're good. 
That's the whole point of giving. That's why giving is such a big deal. Listen, God does not bless giving. He blesses a pure heart. God doesn't bless that, that you can give a lot of money and, oh, God will give me more money. No, no. Listen, if you give to get, you've missed the whole point. When you give, and I, and I get tired of pastors saying, well, if you'll just sow a seed of a thousand, God will reap a, a million dollars. No, it's just not in the Bible. It's just not true. No, because then you're, I'm giving, not because it's an act of worship, not because I acknowledge everything comes from God. I'm giving for one purpose, a selfish motivation. I want to get something back. No, God, I just give it to you, and I don't care if I get anything back or not, because you've already done more than enough for me. And if you don't do anything else in my life, what you've already done is more than enough. And so, God, just thank you for who you are. Like, listen, God does not bless giving, but he blesses a pure heart. How does he purify your heart? By teaching us to give. Otherwise, as, as well, God never demands that you give. It's not in the Bible. God does not demand you have to give. He doesn't. He suggests that. He, he encourages us to do it. But he doesn't demand that we do it because he wants us to do it from a pure heart. You have to understand why that's so important, that God gives to giving people. Here's the next thing I think is really important, why this matters, that you are blessed to be a blessing. You're blessed to be a blessing. God wants your attitude more than your amount. We say that every week in First Steps, that, that God wants your attitude more than your amount. And the Bible backs this up. In, in the New Testament, in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 8, says this. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly, whoever gives sparingly, will also reap sparingly. And whoever gives generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give. Not reluctantly or under compulsion, because God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly, look at this, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. God doesn't need the money. He's not interested in the amount that you give. Like some people, well, it says 10% in the Bible, and there's truth to that. But listen, I think God is more concerned with your attitude than the amount. Here's the thing. If you were to give a million dollars today, I would take it for pathway. Like, I'll just take it. Thank you very much. I'll take it. But listen, if you have a bad attitude, God doesn't want it. Again, we will take it at pathway, but God doesn't want it. But you could say, man, I, Brian, I have $3 to my name. I just don't have a lot. And, and I got to get gas. I got to get food. I, just don't, I, I, I can give a dollar but I, I, you know, th th because I want to give because I believe in what God's doing in my life. And, and I know that God's been. I just can't not give. Like God's blessed me too. Even though I got $3 to my name, God has blessed me too much to keep it to myself. I just want to say thank you, God, more than just singing a song in worship. I just want to do something physical and tangible to say thank you. And so I know I got three, and I need all three of them really bad, but I'm going to give God one out of my three dollars. Listen, if that's your attitude, God will bless that attitude, and he'll bless the other two more than if you had three altogether. Like, listen, and if you say, well, you know what, I'll give a million dollars. I really don't want to. I really don't believe in this, and you know what, why doesn't God do other things in my life? God doesn't want that. That's just the fact. So listen, I've always said that it's not so much about, well, it's 10 percent or 5 percent or 20 percent. No, it's about your attitude. And notice what it says here. It doesn't say percentage. It says pray about it. 
So listen, some of us, like, like you've been given 10%, and, and you might be saying you need to pray about it. God said, hey, we need to bump that up to 15% or 20%. And some of us, man, we're, God's saying, hey, it's not about a percentage because you're not there yet, but it is about your heart. And so, hey, just start. I love it, Pathway. When we first started, I don't really see this as, anymore because I'm not part of those emails, but early on, uh, the first couple of years, the, the couple, couple months, I could see what was coming in, and, and, and I would, I'd love to see someone who was brand new. They'd never been in church in their life. And again, that's about 35% of people at Pathway have never been to church in their life. And they would start off giving like $5 every other week. And they just like, I really never gave before. I don't know what I'm doing, but I guess I'm supposed to. So I gave $5. And then, you know, six months later, they, they, they give $25. And then a year later, they're giving $125. And you can just see God's blessing on their life. They're not giving to get, but as God blesses them, and they realize, man, God, thank you. It's not about a percentage. It's about my attitude. And God blesses the attitude more than the amount. So pray about it. Again, we're not going to ask you to give 10% or 20% or 5%. We are going to ask you every time to pray about it between you and God because that's biblical. Here's the thing. I just want to share some, some stories about giving. This is an, um, remarkably, and I'm not just saying this to butter you up. This is true. You are a remarkably generous church. You really are. In fact, our CPA at Pathway, we don't handle the money. We don't write the checks. A, a third-party CPA does that out of Illinois. They have commented to us numerous times at how generous our church. They're saying, for two years old, your people are giving like this, and your people are, that is, do you realize we handle churches that are younger than you, older than you, and they don't even give anywhere close to what your church is giving. Like, man, you guys must really talk about giving a lot. We're like, no, we talk about it one day a year, and half of them are gone because it's Thanksgiving weekend. Like, like we just be honest with you. Like, and it just, it's just God's blessing. Here's, I just want to give some quick, I could, I, honestly, I could be here for an hour. I really could, telling you all kinds of stories. But I'll just give you a few quick ones. That there was uh, some staff members, not me, but that we had another staff member, and someone, we was about three months old as a church, and someone in the church came up to me on a Sunday morning as we were setting things up, and they handed me an envelope with some cash. I didn't count it. Didn't, it was sealed. And they said, hey, I want you to give this to this certain staff member. Don't tell them who it was from. I said, okay. I didn't know how much was in it. I gave it to that staff member. The next day, they were in tears at a staff meeting. And they said, that was $1,000 in there. And you have no idea that that changed our life. You have no idea how badly we needed that. Like, we're not going out to, you know, Starbucks every day and eating at, at Ruth Chris Steakhouse every night. Like, we're, we're Frank and Beans. Like, I mean, we're just scraping by here. And that blessed us so much. Like, that's just one story. I have a bunch more. I'll just share a few of them. That there was someone about a year ago at this time gave every staff member, we don't ask for this stuff, gave every staff member a $250 gift card. Like, just, just out of the blue, weren't expecting that, just gave every staff member $250. I'd love to tell you that we went to the movies, like, every night that week. We didn't. Our family used that to buy groceries. I mean, it's incredible stuff. You're so generous. Someone, for us, uh, and we had just met this family. This was about a year and a half ago. We literally just met them. And this is, I, my wife can back this up. We just met them. And as we were leaving their home, they hadn't even been to Pathway yet. They invite us over to dinner at their house. We go to their house. As we're leaving, they hand us a gift card, a Walmart gift card for $400. And they said, hey, we just, you know, I don't know why. Just felt like God was telling us to give this to you. And we, I know we literally just met you, but here you go. 
what they didn't know was that we were down to our last few dollars in the bank, and it was, we're going to be able to buy some groceries, but not the amount that we normally get. Now, we weren't going to starve, so I'm not going to give you, you know, some harp story like our kids were going to go to bed hungry. No, we, we were, but we were going to be like, you know, eating peanut butter and jelly every day, and that was fine with us. We were okay with that. Not the first time that's happened, not the last time that's happened. So we're going to be able to buy some, but not all. When they gave us that, that was the exact amount of what we budget for groceries a whole month, $100 a week for us and our family. And we, we make it work. And, and we just were in tears. We were blown away. And so for one month, that radically changed our life just in that time that we didn't have to worry about buying groceries. Like, it's amazing how generous you are. These are some things of what you have done collectively as Pathway Church. You have given over $40,000 to help plant churches all over the United States. $40,000. And you're two years old. Like, there's some churches that are 40 years old and haven't given that much. Do you, I mean, think about that. Two years old, and you've given 40 grand to help start churches all over the United States. Listen, I would love to stand up here to the stuff I'm about to tell you and just brag every week. I, that's what I could do all day, but I don't because then you think I'm bragging and I'm arrogant. And this is the one day a year that I am, and I'm not bragging on me. I'm bragging on you, and I'm bragging on what God's doing in your life and what God's doing in this place. So for this one day, it's okay because we're not on me. We're bragging on God and what he's doing in your life. Forty grand in two years to help start churches. That's remarkable. We, you've given, and again, some of this stuff is private. We don't publicize a lot of it because that's who we are. Like, I believe you have to publicize every time you give. You're called a Pharisee in the, in the Bible, right? We just give because that's what God asks us to do because we're faithful. Like, like you guys gave over $2,500 to help pay medical bills of, of someone here in our church. Again, we don't publicize a lot. A lot of that's private. But you gave $2,500 to pay medical bills for someone here in our church. You guys, we just this past Wednesday, you fed Qdoba, catered Qdoba to all of the Yukon High School faculty and staff just this past Wednesday. You guys did that. And they were so thankful. Yeah, you got, they were so thankful. And that's not the first time we've done that. The last two years, for the first week of school during teacher in service before the students arrived, you fed them Panera Bread breakfast for that day, like before the kids got there the last two years. In fact, uh, last year, last spring, you were able, because of your giving, you gave every teacher in Yukon High School, and there's over like 150, 175 of them, you gave every one of them a Chick-fil-A gift card just to say thank you. Like, that's who we are. That's who you are. That's what God is doing in this place. You're a generous church. We've served with Hope Chest, Oklahoma City. We've, we've did a huge back-to-school drive for Independence Elementary School last year, and we adopted them. And we've done one this year for Yukon High School because this year we've adopted Yukon High School. And we served at Independence Elementary. And, like, like, they are so blessed and so overwhelming. In fact, a year ago at this time, we adopted Independence Elementary School and said, what do you need? And they were blown away that a church would even ask that. They said, you know, a lot of churches do these big back-to-school drives, and then like, they, like, forget about us halfway through the year. We said, hey, we don't want to do that. So we adopted them for the whole year. And so we said, what do your teachers need? Because I hate it when I read in the paper, and I don't use the word hate a lot, but I hate it when I read in the paper that teachers have to buy supplies out of their own bank account. I hate that. That's not right. We shouldn't live. It's 2019. Like, that shouldn't happen. So what do your teachers need? They gave us a wish list. A year ago at this time, you bought literally every single item on that wish list and we gave it to him and it was a lot like it was it was tons of stuff I mean it was two carloads full of stuff 
Because you're so generous. That's the place that we are. That's who we are as a church. By the way, maybe you don't know this, but we as a church budget. We operate pathway. Operating means the bills that we absolutely have to pay, like renting the high school to be here every week and, and paying for our, our utility expenses and, and insurance and rent and payroll for our staff and all that stuff. Our operating expenses are only 65% of our overall budget. That means that a third of every dollar we get in, we give right back out. Like, I love that we live in that church that says, man, 35% of everything we take in, we give right back out. That is a church I want to be a part of. And honestly, for me, that's not even good enough. I'm glad that we're there, but my vision and my prayer is that one day within the next couple of years, I can stand up here on Heart for the House Sunday and say, hey, now we're at 50%. And so 50% we operate on, the other 50% we just give away. We just want to be a blessing. Like that's the vision that we have. That's the church that we want you to be a part of. We can give away half. And by the way, that's not just my vision for Pathway. That is my vision as the leader of my home and my family. Like, like, and we're not anywhere close to that right now. But my vision is that someday one of my bucket list items isn't to, you know, uh, cruise around the world. One of my bucket list items is that I can give half of everything I get in, I give it right back out. That's my vision as a, as a person. We want you to be part of that. Listen, can God trust you with money? Are you a pond or a river? A pond takes the money in, it keeps it, but it doesn't give it back out. Like a pond says, oh God, thank you for blessing me financially, and this is really good, and now, you know, we're going to spend it on this good stuff, and that's fine. A river says, God, thank you for giving it, now I'm going to give it right back out. I'm just a conduit. I'm just a vehicle. I'm just a vessel. God, you give it to me, not to keep. You gave it so I can give it. Like, that's what you got to have the mindset of, is that I'm a river. I don't keep it. I give it right back out. Even if that's a dollar, even if it's a a million dollars, that's the attitude you have to have. It's not, well, when I get more. No, start praying about it right now, right where you're at. My wife and I, Coranda, we, again, we don't send this to brag, but we've given literally everything to Pathway. We sold our house, all the profit that we made on that home, which was, which was a good amount, we gave it to Pathway. Before anyone else gave to Pathway, before we even knew the name was going to be called Pathway Church, we gave it to Pathway. We cashed out the retirement that I had. We cashed it out and gave it to Pathway. In fact, we have given to Pathway more, and, and we've given a total to Pathway uh, more than my income is in the last two years. Like, uh, and we don't say that to brag, but we've given more than that than what my personal salary is from Pathway. Like, we believe in this. We believe in what God is doing, and we want to be part of the vision of making a difference in people's lives. We've given when we didn't have it to give. As I told you that story earlier, when somebody gave us the $400, because, listen, here's what we did. It was, it was well, we can either give like we know God is asking us to, or we can keep it and pay our own bills. That's a tough place to be. We've been there more than once. But for us, honestly, it's really not that much of a decision, because we know in our heart as we prayed about it, God says, give it and he'll take care of the other somehow some way and that's what we've done and so when it was either well we can pay certain bills or we can feed our family or we can give no we're going to give and be obedient to God and God has always 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 more than enough met our need because he's a more than enough God there's times where where we've given like $1,500 to Pathway only to that year get a note from the, from the IRS saying, hey, you overpaid in your taxes $3,000. Like, it's just awesome how God works. Like, God has done that in miraculous ways in our personal life because we believe in giving. Listen, 
God has blessed you to be a blessing. God didn't bless you to keep it. He blessed you to give it, to be a blessing to other people. As we said last week, some people have the gift of giving. It's a spiritual gift. And it's in the Bible, Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 12, of giving. And so some of you have that. You just have that spiritual gift that you just, you just love to give. That's a gift God gave you. Man, we celebrate that and love that. Here's the thing. You have to live to give. That's what we are all about at Pathway. Live to give. This is why this is so important. This is what the Bible says in the Old Testament in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 9 through 10. Honor God by giving him the first part of your income, and he will fill your barns to overflowing. You could take out barns because maybe you don't have barns. But God will fill your bank account, I believe, to overflowing. may not happen overnight, maybe 10 years from now. But it's a biblical principle. When you honor God first with your money, God, you have my money, you have my heart. My heart, my money doesn't have me. No, God, you do. When you honor that, God is going to honor you in your bank account. Listen, just, just one quick story. Uh, there was, we, we were doing a, a worship night for Pathway uh, not too long after we had got started. And uh, it was a great worship night. And, and I had felt all summer, we just do kind of what we sense God leading us to do. And so all summer, before we turned one, one year as, as a church, I sensed all summer God wanted us to do something big. I didn't know what it was. I prayed about it all summer. And towards the end of the summer, I began to realize I felt like God was saying, I want you to give away a car. So I'm like, okay, God. And, and so at that time, we had money designated in Pathway to get money for to buy this car, to give away. And, and so as we're doing that, um, some things that were unexpected for Pathway came up. And so we said, you know what, we want to do this. We believe God's going to provide for the car, but we really got to pay these certain things like right away. They're unexpected. And so that's what we did. So the money we had for the car was gone. So we found, um, as we began praying, there was a, a single mom uh, in downtown Oklahoma City who just came out of a battered women's shelter trying to get her life back on track was escaping an abusive relationship. She didn't have a vehicle. She had to walk, her name was Lauren, had to walk her daughter to school in the heat, in the snow, in the rain every day. It was hard for her to find a job because she didn't have a car. She had to walk. And she was trying so hard to get her life back on track. And so we connected with her, and we just knew instantly this is the one. And, and so during this worship night, while this is going on, I knew that we were supposed to do that, but I also knew that, that we personally had some money that we had kept and we had saved because we wanted to buy a house. And we were living in a rental. They kept raising our rent every month. And so we got to get out of this. And, and so we just prayed about it. And, and, and as we're worshiping, I didn't have the best attitude. And finally, I believe that I heard God speaking to me saying, Brian, if you say that you have given me everything, but what about this little amount here? And I said, well, God, I, you know, hey, I know it's not a lot, but, but God, we were hoping to keep that to buy a house. We're not going to go to, on vacation with that money. Like, we're just trying to buy a house. And what's wrong with that? And God said, nothing. But I just, I just want to make sure that, that does your money have you or do I have your heart? And I'm not beating you up. I'm not saying you're a bad person, Brian. You know I love you. I just want to check where's your heart at. And well, God, I really want this, but, but God... If you're asking me to give this little bit that we have left, this is all we have. Like, this is it for us. We got no more money. If you want us to give it so that we can buy this car for Lauren, I'll do it. I don't know how you're going to get us a house, but that's your problem now. <laughs> like, I ain't worried about it. And so what happened was on Saturday, true story, I got multiple witnesses to back this up. On a Saturday, the day before our one-year birthday as a church, 
I found this car. I went, I signed off the papers, and, and we, we signed the amount of the car. It cost about $1,500. It was a good car. It, it only had 130,000 miles on it, which is a lot less than the vehicle I drive. It was in great shape. One owner. It was in great, great shape. As we signed it at about 10, 30, 11 o'clock on Saturday, signed all the paperwork over so that we could go give it to Lauren. And she was so thankful. We have a video. It's on our Facebook page. And it was an amazing moment. And so we just, okay, that's it. And the whole time, you know, my wife is saying, I'm not sure about this. I, I, I mean, yeah, we need to step out in faith, but we don't need to be dumb either. And I'm like, I know, I know. I'm just telling you, I really feel like this is God. And I, hey, maybe not, but the next day, that was Saturday at about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. The next day, our one-year birthday party. It was a great day. Things were awesome. I'm out there greeting people, saying bye to them, have a good week, as I do every week. And somebody came up to me and said, hey, they need to talk to you back in the, in the room where they're counting the offering and the, the giving. And so I went back there, and, and somebody handed me a check for $10,000. Not for me personally, but for Pathway. $10,000. Some of you wanted to clap, but you didn't. You can clap on that. That's okay. $10,000. Here's the thing. We gave. 1500 and in less than 24 hours God says I'll see your 1500 and I'll raise you 10 grand how do you like that like I love that I serve a more than enough God like he is faithful he is good like and that's I'd, I'd love to tell you that happened last year on the day before Christmas we had someone who only been to pathway one time one time gave forty thousand dollars like, it's amazing the stuff God has done. We've had people give 10000 before. Five, like, you never know. It teaches us the principle, it's not mine, it's yours. And I'll use it however you direct me to use it. That's what we are all about as a church. Understand, for Pathway, we are tax deductible. Some of you maybe didn't know that. We're tax deductible. Some of you are like, my tax has got a lot better looking right now. Like, we're tax deductible, 501c3. So, hey, that's a good word right off for you. Here's some things for Heart for the House that, that, that our team has been praying about putting together. This is vision stuff. And a lot of times we might say, hey, this is what we're doing in the community. This is what we're doing all over the United States. This is what we're doing in our area. But, hey, I just believe one day a year we ought to say, this is what we are asking God to do right here at Pathway. The things that are on this list right now, none of this do we absolutely have to have. We're not a need-driven church. But we're saying we want to give you an opportunity, just like they did in Exodus chapter 36, to say, hey, here is the vision God has called us to. Would you want to be a part of that? Would you want to be a part of making a difference in people's lives? Last year we had five things on our list, and they were some big ticket items, you know, 3,000 there, a couple thousand here. This year we have you know, like 13, 14 things, and a lot of them are smaller. So we're not asking you, we're asking you to ask God. These are things that are on our list, and you can put that list up now. We started with, for Kids Path, we had a used laptop. Like, we don't, you know, we're not always, staff tease me because they call me cheap. And I am because, wait, it's God's money, not ours. We started with a used laptop for $300 from Amazon for Kids Path. Now, it doesn't work. Like, the keys stick all the time, and it's hard to check your kids in because there's like 50Ks when you're trying to type in a kid's name. So, hey, we want to get a new laptop for Kids Path. We believe in that. We, we want to do some Kids Path directional banner. We want to have two large rugs in our Kids Path area so when your kids trip and fall, like my kid who can't even walk two steps and she's three without tripping and falling, she doesn't fall on the hard tile. She falls on the carpet and gets her face skinned up. No, we hope that you give for that. We want some Kids Path pipe and drape. 
new toys for kids, Pat. We want to get a new banner for our hub area because the banner that we have out there, there's, it's starting to wear. We've used it for over a year, and there's creases in it, and it's starting to tear. It's starting to fall apart. We want to get a banner that's durable, that we can point people to where we have all of our events. We want something that I think is an interesting word called dongles. That's a fun word to say. Dongles that help our lights, our stage lights, so we don't have all these cords everywhere, and it would save so much time in our setup. So just some simple things. We would love to have some, some directional signs for first steps. We'd love to have a new rug up here for the stage, a snare for our drum kit, even a router because the router we have is going out. We'd love to start video streaming our Sunday services. That's $1,500. We'd love for a three-axis stabilizer for a camera. Listen, I don't even know what that thing does. Like, I just ask our team, what are some things? If you had a wish list, what would it be? They gave me a list. That's what it is. I didn't put anything on this list. This is directly from our team who serves you on a regular basis. We would love to have four more LED panels. We love this LED wall. I mean, this is a miracle how God provided that. That's another story, maybe for next year. But you can tell that the beams that come off on both sides are meant to have four more panels. Like, that's what it's created for. But again, being good stewards of the money that you give, God's money, we say, hey, we can't afford all that right now. Give us the bare needs of what we have, the bare necessities, and as God provides, we'll provide the other four panels. Each panel is about $1,000. So listen, we encourage you, maybe you want to do that, and we can have this nice LED screen so we don't have to make the images squishy or square. They look normal with that. Remember what the more is for. Remember, God gave you more, not to keep, but to give. Remember what the more is. So some of you can tweet that right now. And those of you that have Twitter, Twitter's kind of going down. You can Instagram that right now. Take my picture. Remember what the more is for. Hashtag bless Brian T. Like, that's fine. Remember what the more is for. Listen, give out of obedience to God because you prayed about it. And out of an opportunity to fulfill the vision of what we sense God leading us to. This is your opportunity once a year to give. So here's what we're asking. On December 15th, you don't have to do it today because I know you probably weren't prepared. But December 15th, that's a couple weeks from now, I want you to be praying about it. Again, not reluctantly or under compulsion. That's what the Bible says. But pray about it. Here's the list. We can email it to you. We'll get cards. You can have this. Just pray about it. And December 15th, once a year, our big day of giving. I would love to stand up here like Moses did and say, hey, that's enough. You've, God has blessed you with more than enough, and now you have blessed him with more than enough. Stop giving. We're good. I'd love to say that on December 15th. More than enough. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for who you are. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for your joy and your hope. Thank you how you bless us, but we're blessed to be a blessing. We're not blessed to keep it. We're blessed to give it. Let us live to give. You are so generous with us. In fact, the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 in the New Testament that you have given us everything, that you withheld nothing from us, even your only son, Jesus. The very best of what you had to give was your only son so we could have a relationship with you. And you gave him for us. Because of that, we can have that relationship with you. Today, if that's you, you say, Brian, all this is good, but before I even do any of that, heart for the house, giving, I want to have a relationship with God. I want to know God. God has given an opportunity for you right now today. He's given you His only Son to have a relationship. And right now in this moment, He's giving you an opportunity 
relationship with his son. The rest of us are just praying. But if that's you, yeah, Brian, I, I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want to know God. All we ask you to do is raise your hand. You don't have to stand up. You don't have to come to the front. But right where I'm at, yeah, that's me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Everybody else, we're just praying. But yeah, I want to give my life to Jesus. Just simply raise your hand. We'd love to pray with you. Thank you. Let's say this prayer together. Jesus, thank you for loving me. I believe you're God's son. That you died on the cross and rose again for me. I love you. Forgive me of my sin. From today on, I give my life to you. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. What an incredible message. Thanks again for joining us today here on the Pathway Church Podcast. If you want someone to agree in prayer with you, or if you are looking to take the next step in your relationship with God, please reach out to us by texting PODCAST to 405-400-0339. We can't wait to connect with you. Did you know you can follow along with the sermon notes on our app? Just download the Pathway app by searching Your Pathway Church, all one word, on your iPhone or Android. Then click Sunday Notes. You can also follow along with us on Instagram and Facebook at Your Pathway Church. Well, it's been a blast hanging out with you today. See you next week right here for another life-giving message.